Progress is scarce on a resolution to the Ladakh standoff. Australia plans to hike defence spending. NATO allies France and Turkey have had a row. Finland's air force has discarded its old insignia. And Germany has disbanded a special forces unit over right-wing extremism. It's Thursday, the 2nd of July. I'm Saurabh Joshi and you're listening to Stratpost Daily. There has been little progress to report from the core commanders' meeting held at Chushul on Tuesday, although the two sides have apparently generally agreed on the need to de-escalate. Indian government sources said that the process of disengagement along the LAC is complex and in such a context, speculative and unsubstantiated reports need to be avoided. India's 14 Corps Commander Lieutenant General Harinder Singh met South Xinjiang Military District Commander Major General Liu Lin on Tuesday in the third round of talks between the two officials for de-escalating the military standoff in Ladakh. The sources also said that more meetings are expected, both at the military and at the diplomatic level, in future, to arrive at a mutually agreeable solution and to ensure peace and tranquility along the LAC as per bilateral agreements and protocols. On the other side, Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson Zhao Lijian told a media conference, quote, The two sides continue working towards implementing the consensus reached at the two earlier rounds of commander-level talks and made progress in effective measures by frontline troops to disengage and de-escalate the situation. China welcomes that. We hope the Indian side will work with the Chinese side towards the same goal, keep up close communication through military and diplomatic channels, and ease the situation and reduce the temperature along the border. The standoff continues with both countries reported to have bolstered the number of troops and material in the region. Meanwhile, Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi's account on the Chinese microblogging site Weibo has been deleted. Australia has announced plans to significantly boost its defence spending, with a projected increase of $190 billion over the next decade. Prime Minister Scott Morrison said Australia would increase its spending on defence to prepare for a world that is poorer, more dangerous and more disorderly in the continuing aftermath of the global COVID-19 pandemic. This spending will include long-range missiles and underwater surveillance capabilities and is directed at the Chinese threat especially after recent diplomatic spats between the two countries. Morrison announced the new Australian Force Structure Plan and Defence Strategic Update using references to the world shortly before the Second World War. Despite the many pressures on the budget, and of course during this COVID-19 recession, they have only accelerated, I reaffirm today that our government's commitment is to properly fund defence with the certainty of a new 10-year funding model that goes beyond our achievement of reaching 2% of our economy of GDP this year. This simple truth is this. Even as we stare down the COVID pandemic at home, we need to also prepare for a post-COVID world that is poorer, that is more dangerous and that is more disorderly. We have been a favoured isle with many natural advantages for many decades. But we have not seen the conflation of global economic and strategic uncertainty now being experienced here in Australia, in our region, 
Since the existential threat we faced when the global and regional order collapsed in the 1930s and 1940s. France has halted its participation in a NATO operation in the Mediterranean Sea off the coast of Libya after a row broke out with fellow NATO member Turkey. The operation is intended to enforce an arms embargo on the warring parties in Libya, but France says one of its warships was lit up by radars on board Turkish warships that were escorting a civilian vessel suspected of smuggling arms into Libya. The French warship was trying to intercept the arms runner, but backed off after being threatened by the Turkish warships. Rival factions in Libya are being supported by a rainbow of regional and global powers, just like in Syria. Turkey, Qatar and former colonial occupier Italy support the Prime Minister in Tripoli, and Russia, Egypt and the United Arab Emirates support the army chief who has the blessing of Libya's parliament. Finland's Air Force has abandoned the use of its old service insignia. The Finnish Air Force used a blue right-facing swastika on a white disc as a roundel on its aircraft until the end of the Second World War, but the emblem was still in use elsewhere. On Tuesday, Finnish academic Teivo Tivainen, who is a professor of world politics at the University of Helsinki, pointed out in a thread on Twitter that the Air Force had quietly dispensed with the emblem that is a symbol of extremist Nazi ideology. Using the hashtag Hakaristi, which means swastika in Finnish, he explained that the visibility of the emblem had been decreasing on the website of the Air Force, with formation signs dispensing with it in 2017. He also said that although it was still visible, for example as part of the emblem of the Air Force Academy, it was no longer part of their uniforms, pointing to the necessity of having a quote-unquote more neutral emblem, especially in the context of foreign visits and engagements. He pointed out that the use of the symbol may be challenging in today's world. The emblem was first adopted after a Swedish aristocrat, Erik von Rosen, gifted an aircraft to the new Air Force of Finland in 1918, with the emblem painted on it. Finland had gained independence from Sweden in 1917. Von Rosen apparently used the swastika as a personal good luck charm or talisman after seeing the ancient emblem displayed as a symbol of good fortune on Viking runestones when he was a boy. The Nazi party was only founded in Germany much later in 1920, but von Rosen's sister married Hermann Göring, who became a leading member of the German Nazi party, the head of the German Air Force, and close confidant of Adolf Hitler. Von Rosen himself was associated with Swedish Nazi groups in the 1930s. A hundred years later, the continued use of this emblem could cause confusion today about Finland's social leanings and attitudes, especially keeping in mind the country's political history, given that it was allied to Nazi Germany during the Second World War, specifically to defend itself against Stalin's Soviet Union. A slightly distant derivative of the emblem called the Cross of Freedom, remains part of the flag of the Finnish president. The German army is disbanding a commando unit because of a culture of right-wing extremism. The second commando company of the Commando Spezialkraft, or Special Forces Commando, was disbanded with Germany's defense minister blaming toxic leadership for the development of a right-wing attitude behind a wall of secrecy. This included the display of the Nazi Hitler salute which is illegal in Germany. 
The KSK Special Forces consist of 1400 troops, but only 70 of them are affected because of this decision. And that's it for now. I'll be back tomorrow with another edition of Stratpost Daily.